Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. Hour number two on a Tuesday, live in Los Angeles, it's The Hurt, wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. Nick Wright, five minutes. Urban Meyer, how good is that? One hour and 15 minutes from now, you know my feeling. I think Michigan is the team to beat with Georgia right now in the country. Carson Beck, that quarterback for Georgia, is the best quarterback Georgia's ever had, period. He can make NFL throws. Georgia's defense isn't as good. Their secondary is very hit and miss. But Georgia's got their best quarterback ever. It's usually been okay quarterbacks, great defense run game. Now they have a great quarterback, NFL first-round talent. Defense is okay. It's good, but it's not It's not Georgia last two years good. So I think Michigan and Georgia are the two best teams in the country, and that's where we stand today. How are you, J-Mac? I've been better. Should have had a 4-1 and one in the contest, and the Chiefs just blew it. I you know who did go 4-1? and one? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah I thanks. know. Because you texted me about it like seven <laughs> seconds after the game. 4-1. <laughs> yeah, no no bleep, Sherlock. Um, yeah, just disappointing. It's, it's, NFL's really tough, man. So many games come down to the wire. I, I know, it's hard. You ready to go? Uh, let's see this. Let's see the list. All right. Today's herd hierarchy. Third hierarchy. Time is now. Let's go. The top 10 NFL teams according to college. 
Number 10. I don't know what to do with Cleveland. I'll put him here. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, I guess the quarterback going forward, but they did beat the Ravens and Steelers in back-to-back weeks. They have never done that in franchise history. They've won five of their last six games. I think Miles Garrett's got an argument to be the MVP of the league. They've got a really good roster. I like their GM. I like their coach. I love uh, elements of their defense. I I don't know how far you can go with DTR at quarterback. We'll see. It'll be a fun watch, Cleveland, at 10. Number 9. Buffalo. I do think, and I said this last week, I think they rebound, and they're pretty good the rest of the way. I think they hit a low point, and I think they'll rebound. Listen, they're number 4 in the league in point differential. They have the number 4 scoring defense, and Josh Allen's an all-time talent. They will score points or find a way. So I think they've bottomed out. I think they're pretty decent the rest of the year. Josh Allen's not going anywhere. He's going to be around the AFC for 10 to 12 years. Buffalo at number 9. Number 8. Houston Texans. How about that? Listen, see C.J. Stroud, I could read 15 lines here of copy about how he's the best rookie quarterback we've ever seen. Give the coach credit. Give the front office credit. They made some nice moves. We talked about it in the summer. First three-game win streak since 2018. Hey, listen, we're all looking for great quarterbacks. It looks like we have the next great franchise quarterback. His comp was Jared Goff. Jared Goff's pretty good. I like watching Detroit's offense. If he's Jared Goff... I'll take it. C.J. Stroud, Houston, number eight. Number seven. Jacksonville. They're a weird team. They've won six of their last seven. Let's not freak out. Their defense leads the NFL with 20 takeaways, and Trevor Lawrence has a 100-plus passer rating in three or four games. They can beat anybody, but they can also lay an egg. I mean, this week against Houston. They got bombed by Houston. Houston's one of C.J. Stroud's first games. So I don't know what to make of them, but I like their weapons. I like the coach. I like their quarterback, and they take the ball away defensively. Jags at seven. Number six. But I really like the Lions. Just a relentless team. They've won 16 of their last 20 games. That's hard to do in this league. Seven straight divisional games. They are now Aaron Rodgers, Favre for the Packers. They're going to own their division. Their offensive line, dominating. PFF has it number one. Their defense, man, have they made adjustments. This defense was nonsense last year. It's now numbered, it's one of the leaders in sacks. So it's not a great secondary. They're going to have to mostly win by scoring points. But I like the culture. I like the offense. I like their O-line. I have Detroit at six. Number five. One spot behind Dallas where I think when they're rolling, they can sort of sledgehammer teams more than Detroit because I think they're better on the back end defensively. They got six wins by 20-plus points. Uh, Dak Prescott, credit where credit's due. It's a lot of bad teams, but he's got 119 passer rating. Over the last five games, his accuracy's been stellar, he's healthy, and even in the Philadelphia game he lost, he was very good. So I flipped them over Detroit because I think Dallas does have that little Mike Tyson avalanche quality. When they're ahead of you, they can really bury you, and sometimes Detroit lets you back into game, so I have Dallas at number five. Number four. This is where it gets really tight to me. Inches, not feet. San Francisco. I don't like Hufunga, the safety being gone for the year. Uh, Brock Purdy has a 100-plus passer rating in 10 of his 15 starts. Yes, they have the best roster, but they're always missing somebody because of their physical style. So it's inches, not feet. I love their coach. I love their culture. San Francisco at four. Number three. I've I've loved Baltimore all year. Maybe I have them low. Um, Listen, they've trailed for 32 minutes all season. Okay, they're really good. And they have an absolute identity. The number one rush offense in the NFL. It's probably why I should have them two and not three. 
but but uh, they can be a little a little ugly and choppy in the fourth quarter of games. Uh, the Charger game I'm fascinated to watch, but I have them at three. I love virtually everything about them. Don't always seal up wins the way I'd like them to, but I have them at three. Number two. About one inch behind Kansas City. Listen, it, it, you say, well, Kansas City dropped the ball last night. That's what Kansas City is now. They drop passes every week. Well, they weren't very good in the red zone. Well, they're tied for the most turnovers in the NFL this year in the red zone. It's what they do. They're a great first-half team trying to find an identity in the second half, and they can't. I put them ahead of Baltimore mostly because of Mahomes and Andy Reid finding ways creatively in like a playoff game to potentially find a way to win. But don't tell me, well, they didn't play well last night. Chiefs haven't scored a second-half point in three weeks. That's why we like Philadelphia. Number one. And the Eagles. And don't tell me they didn't play well and got lucky. That game looked like all their games. They're 4-0 when trailing at halftime. They're 3-0 when trailing by 10-plus points. They're 12-2 on the road over the last two years. This is what their games all look like. They can get too cute, which they did in the first half. Jalen Hurts only one rush. And then they settle down and go physical over fancy. Jalen Hurts had 11 rushes of his 12 in the second half. But this is what Philadelphia is. I've watched almost every snap this season, and this is what Kansas City is. They're imperfect teams. Philadelphia's games all look like that, and increasingly, Kansas City's games, great first half, lots of drops, bad second half, look just like that. So I'm not so sure these aren't going to be the Super Bowl teams, but I'm hearing a lot of this, we didn't play well, we didn't play... I've watched every Eagles game. This is exactly what they look like against the Commanders. J-Mac, your thoughts? What's going on here? Where, where are the Miami Dolphins? 11. They, wow. play, they have one speed. They can't beat winning teams. They have one gear. Holy cow. They have one gear. Okay. They're fast. Gotcha. You know Got what? A massive disagreement. On the There's Dolphins. value today on Tua MVP, Dolphins to win the AFC. I'm not even joking. This defense is getting healthier. Off a of bye, struggle with the Raiders. Mildly concerning, but I mean, you, I mean, really, Cleveland. I thought you put Denver at ten over Cleveland. They play this week, and I don't want to touch that game because I kind of <laughs> like Cleveland. You want to watch it though, but not touch it. No, I, I listen. I I was texting Sean Payton yesterday. I oh. think it's I think it's unbelievable. Coaching. Breaking news? No, I just I was oh. just like, you are. This is a great coaching job. All right, let's go to Nick Wright. He's bummed out. First things first. Although he's putting out animal pictures on the internet, which I thought was very, very funny, actually. I, so my takeaway is, listen, oh, yeah. these could be the two best uh -huh. teams. Hi, Colin. Good to see you. Very excited to do this today. <laughs> I've been waiting all morning to talk to you. Okay. What's that now? Go ahead. Here's my thing. You could say, well, we just dropped passes. And I would say, yeah, that's what you do. Like... I think you've moved into phase two of your dynasty, which is Mahomes is now expensive, your second best player is aging, and you're going to have to kind of navigate certain areas where, because you're expensive quarterback, you can't have a Tyreek Hill and a Juju Smith-Schuster. This is the new Chiefs. May win the Super Bowl, but this is not a fall-behind 21-0 race-back team. That's not what this team is anymore. No. Is that fair? Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Luckily, they never allow more than 21 points, so it's hard to fall down by much more than 21. I, the, listen, I, I, let me be fair here. Uh, your herd hierarchy, I 
I think I might agree with every single placement on there. The, I think this is the, now also, while I'm giving the compliment, I, you know, I, I did not miss the fact that you put your Malokia on the Chiefs by giving them the number one spot just so you could drop them. <laughs> but this week right now, I think that's about exactly right. And I, I know people want me to panic about the Chiefs. I, I won't. I, I'm not going to say the Eagles got lucky last night. I'm not, you know, and Philly fans, you can learn something from this. I'm not going to blame the officials. I'm not going to blame the playing surface. Philly deserved to win that game and Kansas City deserved to lose. Uh, but I think Kansas City is going to be just fine. I think that even with all the drops, their two first ballot Hall of Famers both had an uncharacteristic mistake that Kelsey fumbles once a year. Yeah. Last night was his one. Last year he actually did it in the Bengals game in a similar spot where he was trying to where they were trying to go up uh, two scores and they ended up losing that game. And Mahomes, yes, Mahomes has thrown some picks this year. That type of interception on first down in the end zone yeah. is uncharacteristic. So they could have overcome the drops. They couldn't overcome the drops plus the turnovers. But if I may say something about Philadelphia, Colin, I, I don't know when it, the, Nash, the NFL media started treating NFL teams like college football teams, where they were like, well, they won, but how impressive was it? Where were the style points? Philly deserves massive credit for finding a way to win in this league week after week. Like, do I, now, do I think if they were to play the Chiefs again in the Super Bowl, the Chiefs could and would win? Absolutely. But this idea that Philadelphia at 9-1 and one is somehow a more flawed team than San Francisco at 7-3, and three, I just reject it. I don't care that Philly is winning ugly, and I respect the fact that I thought Jalen Hurts for about three and a half quarters last night that the Chiefs defense really had him on tilt they did. and he was not himself and despite that he made a great play yeah. he had to make one throw all night and he made it so I think listen Philly right now deserves to be the number one spot on the herd hierarchy and hopefully it jinxes them the way it jinxed the <laughs> Chiefs and they can reclaim their spot Okay, fair enough. It, it is. Uh, I find the Brock Purdy MVP stuff interesting because I said this oh, earlier. Yeah. Garoppolo left Kyle Shanahan in this group, and an hour later, looked like he couldn't play. That let's take Thank a deep you. now. Jared Goff left McVeigh and can absolutely still play because Jared Goff's a number one pick yes. and is a really good quarterback. Jared Goff's excellent. He was blamed for all the Rams' faults, but he's a damn good quarterback. Garoppolo left this team. He couldn't play. By the way, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, good left tackle. Good. I mean, it's not like the Raiders. Offensive coach didn't have weapons. So my takeaway yes. with Brock Purdy is, can we just acknowledge he's probably a better version of Garoppolo? And that's okay. He got to a Super Bowl. Yeah, so... So that, okay, I'm so glad you're saying this because I cannot believe we are twice in the same year going to discuss <laughs> is Brock Purdy the MVP when in between those conversations the discussion was is he going to be benched for Sam Darnold? <laughs> it's like everyone's lost their mind. So on the Garoppolo point, everybody, go look at the four starts Jimmy G had, his four final starts with the Niners, not counting the game he played a couple snaps and got hurt, once they got Christian McCaffrey. A 112 passer rating, seven touchdowns, no picks, the best football of his career. 
And then that same exact player went to the Raiders and got benched for a kid from Purdue and led the league in picks through the first eight weeks of the season. Same guy. So maybe there is some system adjustment here. And everyone's wants... Here's the thing that I don't buy into. You can say I'm too you know, skeptical of Purdy. That's fine. We'll see if that ends up being the case. But it is not hating on a guy to say he is not the most valuable player in the NFL. <laughs> like the idea that it's like, well, I mean, give him his flowers. Okay, flowers is one thing. The single most prestigious award the league gives out to a player, that's another thing. And no matter your definition of MVP, everyone knows in their heart of hearts they don't think it's Purdy. If you are truly saying, well, valuable's in the word, so it must be about value, does anyone think he is more valuable to the Niners than Lamar Jackson is to the Ravens? Of course not. And if it's, well, valuable doesn't matter. It's about who's the best player. Does anyone think he's the best player on his own offense? <laughs> of course not. That's Christian McCaffrey. Like, this is the Purdy stuff is really baffling to yeah. me. Everyone knows that that exact scenario we saw this weekend, have a lead in part due to his good play early and, and then cook, he can do. We had questions. How will he look if guys are out? How will he look if they have to come from behind? We saw those come together in three straight weeks and he failed all three tests. And then all of a sudden people are like, you know what? He's the valedictorian. He's not. It's a good story, but he's stop with the MVP. Everyone has to stop. So there was, you know, history gives us a pretty good template for the future. And when people said Russell Wilson yeah. is washed, I said, time out. He's never had a major injury. We know he's a workaholic. I mean, like he's doing setups on planes. Like, there's no precedent for being 105 passer rating. About it. Yeah, yeah, he'll tell us about it. But there's no precedent from 105 passer rating to Zach Wilson. Like, it does. I, I don't buy it. So I feel somewhat redeemed here that um, that I see Russell. But I was the other day I was thinking about this. I do think it's about 90 percent of Seattle Russ, the laterals, the rainbows, accurate. Am I overstating it? Um, I mean, if you were Denver today, I, what do you do with I don't do think it's 90 percent. Mm -hmm. Well, so this is so. Here's where I think I was highly critical of Sean Payton through the first month of the year. And while I stand by that, I, through, at the beginning of the season, he, I didn't think he had done a good job, and I think he had put his team in a rough position with some of the commentary. The fact that he pulled them out of the spiral they were in, and they are now a, you know, when we show the graphics, they're on the in the hunt part of the playoff picture is remarkable. Yeah. So he deserves a lot of credit, and I, for a team that was one in five and looked dead in the water, I, you know, you said you were texting with Sean. I, you know, he probably, maybe he would tell you, but you couldn't tell me. I'd want to know what he thinks of Russell Wilson. Because yeah. I watch these Broncos games. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like he really trusts his quarterback. Yeah. It's a whole lot of very, very short passes, and then that type of throw to uh, either a moon ball or a shot to Cortland Sutton. And I think it is, that, that's why I give Sean Payton credit for making it work. 
But I, I personally believe the best case scenario for the Broncos would be if Russ plays well enough the rest of this year that you could convince someone that they would like to acquire him even for just a mid-round pick. You'd still have a bunch of dead money, I understand that. But I think for Sean Payton's purposes, this might be the most you can get out of Russell. And I know the numbers are good, but the eye test is mediocre. I... I don't think that Sean's going to be able to have the exact offense he wants with an aging Russell Wilson as his quarterback, but it is somewhat remarkable that he got back to this point, which I wouldn't call 90% of Russ in Seattle, but maybe 70% of Russ in Seattle. So um, you have been willing to sort of pivot on Aaron Rodgers. I I think I'm more positive than people give me credit for on Aaron. You were positive, but you've sort of pivoted to... You know, he takes a lot of oxygen out of the room. And, you know, one of the things I said a couple days ago is I think he's going to make the Hall of Fame first ballot. I find him to be a remarkably interesting guy, but I don't think he'll ever matter again in the NFL. The AFC is stacked. Russell Wilson's got a competent quarterback. Burrow comes back. You know, they'll eventually get a star receiver in Kansas City. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert will get the right coach. I didn't think it, I didn't think it was a hot take. I, I said... When Brady had the opportunity in life and Peyton Manning to use their power and flex with their organizations, they really didn't. Every time Aaron gets the opportunity, hack it to the Jets. Alan Lazard to the Jets. Tim Boyle to the Jets. Tim Boyle. He wants you to know, I I got a lot of power here. And I think it's his undoing. So I want to talk about Boyle, his buddy now quarterbacking. And if Aaron's need to show that he has power is actually now going forward limits what they can acquire for him. Well, listen, and I don't the I don't know what the rash if it's to show he has power, if it's out of just loyalty to his friends, if it's just a simple as simple as uh you know kind of misreading how good players or personnel or coaches still are. I don't know what it is, but I do know unequivocally that the Jets offseason being the Aaron Rodgers friends and family plan was an unmitigated disaster. Yeah. That's undeniable. Cobb can't get on the field. Alan Lazard is a the is at best at this point a number three receiver, and that might be pushing it. Yeah. Nat Hackett has never called a great offense in the NFL. People like, oh, he was the OC in Green Bay. Yes, but LaFleur was calling the offense. Like, there are so many things that the Jets did seemingly to placate Aaron that I, that seemingly just had no actual, they weren't tethered to winning football at all. And I, here's what I think, and I know Jet fans don't like to hear this. I do not believe, I think the Aaron injury, has potentially tricked the Jets into believing, oh, if he was, if he didn't pop his Achilles, we would have been fine. Yeah. No, you would not have been. You still have that same offensive line. You still have, of all your skill position guys, you have a good running back and an excellent receiver, and then a bunch of guys. You still have a head coach that I have major questions about and an offensive coordinator that I have nothing but questions about. And so this, I I, I don't buy that they, that Aaron Rodgers is going to play again this year. And I, the idea that coming off the Achilles at 
40 plus years old with that offensive line in that division in that conference that all of a sudden the Jets are going to be right there in contention. I disagree with them. One other thing, forget the NFC. How many AFC teams right now have a better defense than the Jets? The Browns do. The Chiefs do. The Ravens do. That's the, and that's supposed to be the thing yeah. that is their calling card. That's just in their conference. So, yeah, I don't see it. I think you're right about the idea that Aaron's going to deliver anything close to what he talked about in the opening press conference to New York. I don't see any, any way for that to happen. Well, uh, considering uh, the results of last night, you'll want to watch First Things First yeah. after us. I know it's, it, this was a little okay. unsettling to, sh to come on the show, but you know what? Listen. Just like Buffalo, you'll rebound. Just like Buffalo. Yes, but I, I know, but you know, Colin, I'm going to say this just real quick. And somehow you've gotten off the hook with your 34-6 to 6 prediction <laughs> multiple times. And then I heard you be like, game? Game went just how I thought. I was like, really? I thought you had 34-6 to 6 Philly, but maybe that was just for the Twitter streets. That's not the point. Here's the problem. You've heard some people do emotional hedges, which is in their gambling. If you're a diehard, you know, Jets fan, you bet against them. That way, if they lose, at least you make some money. I do the opposite professionally and financially. I go emotionally all in, a reverse hedge. So not only did I have thousands of my hard-earned dollars on the Chiefs last night, <laughs> but I also pre-committed to not only going on this show, but I'm also going on your podcast tonight because I was so sure the Chiefs were going to win. And I was like, it's just going to be 90 minutes over the course of the day of me taunting Cowherd. And now instead, I have no money and I have to talk to you again today. It's a disaster. It is truly a disaster. I'll try to take it easy on you tonight, buddy. Thanks, buddy. First See things ya. first, Nick Wright. God, that made me laugh. He does. He really does. He goes all in emotionally, all in financially. I tend to, I am what he said. I'm a, a, a hedger. Is I don't want to get burned. I bet Oregon State this weekend because uh, the Huskies, I thought they were going to lose. And I just wanted to hedge my bet emotionally. I tried to tell you. You know, listening to you guys talk about the Aaron Rodgers, this just hit me. Ne neither of you said it. Aaron Rodgers had no power in Green Bay. They just decided, we're, dra we're trading up to draft a quarterback. And he, we're going to do this. We're not drafting you wide receivers. He wanted power. He got it in New York. And yeah. now it's a dumpster fire. You're exactly right. Is He never had the power he wanted, so he was going to show everybody. Hackett, Lazard, Cobb. This is absolutely true. I don't know if Aaron would acknowledge that. I doubt it. But it's what they say always, uh, people that haven't been recruited eventually want to get recruited. You know, like sometimes the, these athletes who, who, who are like overachievers, like they weren't heavily recruited as NFL or NBA players, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they become very good and they hit the free agent market, and it's the first time they really had heavy recruiting yeah. in their life because they were like two-star recruits, and they really want to be wined and dined. It's very human. But Aaron has flexed. You, don't, you think they would have hired Hackett? Sign Lazard. Come on. Give it's me amazing a that Hackett's getting a pass. Like the offense. Oh, it's all Zach Wilson's fault. Like, I, you watch it. There's not a lot of pre snap motion, not a lot of creativity, a lot of first down runs into the line of scrimmage. By the way, no and, receiver schemed open. Hackett's like, people were blaming Russell Wilson. It clearly wasn't Russell Wilson. Okay, so Hackett's people were delivering certain messages through the media, which I didn't buy, which is, boy, Russell Wilson, we couldn't do anything with him.
Well, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Russell's now back to Seattle. What happens if the Dolphins beat the Jets, say, 37-10 on Friday? Well, that's what's probably going to happen. Uh, oh, well, it was Tim Boyle's fault. He's just not. It's not Nathaniel Hackett, and he has nothing to do with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code Herd, H-E-R-D. That's code Herd for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlanSport.com. That's ProPlanSport.com. Welcome back. I have such good friends. I'm going to go to the Las Vegas Golden Knights hockey game Saturday. I've yet to go to one of their games. I'm all fired up. My son went last year, and he's like, "Dad, you got to go to this thing. This place is crazy." So, have you gone to a? Have you oh, gone wait, to, is that is that AAA hockey or NHL no, or what? It's NHL. I'm they just won, kidding. Oh, that's a joke. Come they on. won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I know it's a no. joke. They've been one of those rare expansion teams. Hockey does expansion right. You can be really good really quickly. Yeah. So I live in a community now, like you know, the South Bay is all hockey guys down there. Yeah. It's all L.A. Kings. L.A. Kings. So I'm I'm gonna be drinking some beers on uh, Saturday night. Gonna watch Michigan, Ohio State. Then hockey, NHL hockey. I'm fired up for it. It's a pretty good week, except the Jets-Dolphins on Friday is just... No. It's going to ruin everything. Let me tell you something. You go to a hockey game, next to college football, it's the best be-there sport in America. Oh, come on. Over basketball? Depends. There's a lot of boring basketball games. If you go to a college football game... Maybe you're going to the wrong ones. I've been to two college football games live. It's incredible. You go to a hockey game live, it's incredible. Can you even track the puck? It's just moving so fast. I yes, know, I... it's it's the ice is white, the puck is black. It's very it's oh, very okay. easy to spot. And by the way, you follow the players. Hockey's the only sport you can go sit in the end zone, and it's actually many regarded as a better seat, so you can watch plays develop. It's fun. Well, I'll say this: the Raiders' end zone is the was the is the place to be. Nothing like that. Bottle service at the tables. Oh, nice. Waitresses seem friendly. Yeah, I, I didn't talk to them. So. 
Sunday, Saturday <laughs> night's going to be a fun night. Jay Mack with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. 26, Colin. That's how many drops the Kansas City Chiefs receivers have this season. 26. Yeah, I mean, that's now, what they are. Listen, last night, I counted three on the final drive alone. Okay, Kelsey, the short one. Watson, the fourth and 25, hit him in both hands. And then MVS on the deep pattern. Like, he beats Roby by like, what is that, three yards, four yards? I don't care what Tyreek Hill says. Tyreek Hill, of course, went on uh, social media to defend MVS. Everybody thinking that catch easy at night in them lights. Well, it's, it's, it's not, what? it may not be. You guys be. make it $10 million a year. You have one job, MVS. You're not blocking a lot on the outside. Catch the ball. Yeah. You're fast. No, I agree. How is this hard? How's anybody defending it? Like, well, it's just staggering how bad this receiving core is. I, it's just a, a total whiff by me. I thought, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll get around to it later in the season. No, it's Tony, Skymore, and it's just, here we are in late November, and they still can't catch a cold. Do they think Watson's the... The guy. He had like 13 targets. What's going on? I know. I, I mean, Justin, Justin Watson, really? Mm. This is like, where's the quick fix? What do they do? Like, can they get anyone? Well, I think all these young receivers can get better. But I think simultaneously the issue is, when's the last game Travis Kelsey played where he wasn't limping at some point in the game? Like, that's the reality of it. So, are they a good run team? They've, I will say this. They're very twitchy. Tony gives them speed. Um, when he's healthy. Yeah. Pacheco, they, they've got they've got some really quick guys. So, I do think they're explosive and will score points. But if you're looking for 11 play drives and route tree excellence and cat, that's not what they are. They're well, going to have to go over the top because they do have some really quick athletes. Tony's a burner. Burner. So- Basically, the Eagles had three drives last night. That's it. And then just a billion punts. The Chiefs did get in the red zone twice and had turnovers. You you get zero points on two red zone trips, you're not winning many games that way, That's even if you're Pat Mahomes. Listen, it was a go-either-way game. Total coins. But it did end the kind of the way I talked about hour three yesterday. I spent five minutes yammering on about this. I said, they're going to win. I said, Kansas City's going to take a first-half lead. But they don't have a, an identity, and the Eagles do, and you'll see that identity develop in the late second half. I mean, the game literally went as I thought because Philadelphia's flawed, but they really do know what they are when they need to take games over. They, they have a clear sense of themselves. It was the opposite of the Super Bowl, right? The Eagles led by 10 at halftime in the Super Bowl. Chiefs come back, and now last night the Chiefs lead by 10, Eagles come back. Uh, crazy game. Next up, the New England Patriots, Colin, coming off their bye week, and there is a lot of mystery about who's starting against the Giants at quarterback. Mac Jones was benched. There is the option of Bailey Zappi. There's some chatter about Malik Cunningham or whoever else gets called up off the practice squad or what have you. Here's Bill Belichick toying with the media. Bill, has the decision been made on the starting quarterback for this weekend? I've told all the players the same thing. Be ready to go. So... Hopefully, they will be. Have you made a decision on the starting quarterback regardless yeah, of what you I've told about? everybody to be ready to go. Yep, there's a difference. <clears throat> what you tell them when they're dying to make a decision? I will let you know on Sunday. What do you make of that? Uh, Your mic's not on. There he goes. Sorry, I'm very tempted to bet the Patriots here, Colin. I'm just the opposite. Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. What are their? It's like Owen twenty one or what? The number's insane. He just confounds these rookies, throws stuff at them they've never seen. 
Patriots are getting healthier on defense. I just I don't I don't care who the quarterback is, but it's three and a half. I think still. I mean, I, there's no way with that New England offense I can give up three and a half points. <laughs> there's no way. I think New England in a much better space. If they lose it, this is this is the one that looks like a W. They won't be favored the rest of the year. And they end up with the number two pick because all these teams, Green Bay, they're bad. Rams, these teams are all winning games. Arizona's going to win games. Patriots still get to play the Jets one more time. That's probably a win. Not Maybe? with Bailey Zappi. <laughs> Tim Boyle? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Bad, that, that's a bad football game. Not worth watching. Uh, final story. Uh, let's go to the NBA. Kevin Durant uh, had a great night the other night. I think he had like 39 points. But... He had some issues with sports gamblers on social media. Here's what Kevin Durant put out. When I get you paid, you don't DM me and send a small percentage to my cash app. But when them parlays don't hit, I'm every name in the book. Y'all ain't real. Kevin Durant speaking some truth there, Colin. I kind of like this from KD. Yeah, he's no, not he, wrong. He is. He is willing to push back on social media. He is. Uh, he, he's never DM me. I don't know if I follow him, but I think he's interesting. Oh, Phoenix is he, weird if because you tag him on Instagram, he will respond. That's just uh, what uh, he does. Uh, I don't. I don't go to Instagram. I, I. I will say this: Are they a more functional version of Brooklyn with Kyrie, KD, and Simmons or Harden? Is that you know Beal's a grown up Kevin well, Durant Beal's now out for a month or something like that. But they're basically Brooklyn. Three really good players. They're more functional than Brooklyn. Three really good players that'll never play with each other in the regular season, and then you get to the playoffs and they have no chemistry for them. Now Brooklyn was much more dysfunctional, but I would argue they are the they are the West Coast version of Brooklyn. Three talented guys never play together. And eventually, they'll just not be able to beat a Denver or Sacramento or the Lakers because they don't have any chemistry creation. Mm. That's a take. Would you put them top three in the West right now? Well, I I, I thought they were going to be in the Western Conference Finals with so Denver. I, I really like the I like all the players. I like Booker. I like KD. I like Bradley Beal. But I but I, now Brooklyn was highly dysfunctional. But nobody doubts that Kyrie, KD, and Harden are all they're all Hall of Famers. And everybody kept saying, "You just wait." And I was like, they don't play together. They don't play together. And two of those guys won't defend. Now, now in this instance, Booker is okay defender. KD's willing to defend. Beal's willing to defend. They're not great. But I, 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 it, it, I'm just asking the question. This is not a statement. It's not a definitive position. It is just, are they becoming Brooklyn West with more functional players? I don't know the answer, but it feels a little bit like that. You know when Suns fans are stoked over a win over the Utah Jazz, a nail-biter, when KD needs 39 and plays a billion minutes? Like, things aren't great. Kevin Durant, by the way, is logging a lot of minutes this season. A, a lot, lot of shots. You don't want that. I'll just say this right now. I, I, You know I like an underdog NBA team. The Minnesota Timberwolves continue to roll. I know. This team is getting good. Ant Edwards, Carl Anthony Town, like they're fun to watch. I don't know if our audience cares or if you'll let me do no, segments on the Timberwolves. T Wolves actually feel like they would match up with Denver's size. Oh, they do, hundred percent. Yeah. So I mean, I think, and then Porzingis helps Boston match up. Horford, less so, Porzingis with Denver size. I think the three teams, and I think Milwaukee can match up with Denver size. I don't think they're as good as Denver, but it's Denver. 
puts you in. Golden State now looks tiny and completely Steph reliant. They, they look bad. I mean, they couldn't Fast. guard. What's it, Sengun? The the Rocket Center no, had I mean, like thirty and fifteen. Clay Thompson and Wiggins look shot. Like fast I, I off a cliff. Remember Wiggins missed like twenty games last year with some personal it never has become never. the same guy. I don't I don't know what happened. I hope he hope he gets it right. All right, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The herd line news. One more herd? The herd streams twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar. Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Saturday is a huge day of college football and Fox. Kick things off with the game of the year. Number two, Ohio State takes on number three, Michigan, on Big Noon Saturday. Then it's a battle for the Apple Cup as Washington State faces number five Washington at 4 p.m. Eastern. Then Iowa State and K-State score off at 8. It all 
kicks off Saturday on Fox. My, oh, my God. We, we have had, this year at Fox, we have had an unbelievable college football schedule. And this is just capping off what has been an unbelievable year. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched this many college games, enjoyed this many college football games. All the networks, I'm sure, have been good, but we have done, we have had some great games at Fox, and those could both be very interesting. So uh, USC was not interesting. So as USC has lagged this year, eroded this year, Caleb Williams, the number one pick, he will be, uh, has taken some shots. So recency bias is a very powerful thing. USC football will be fine. Lincoln Riley went 55-10 and 10 at Oklahoma, okay? Uh, then he came to a tire fire at Southern California and from 4-8 and eight to 11 wins. Well, he lost to Tulane. Nick Saban lost to Louisiana Monroe his first year at Bama. Things were bumpy this year. They'll get better. He's a good coach. He's smart. And Caleb Williams is a remarkable talent. I think he's one of the rare kids that is good enough. We get one of these every five or six years. Andrew Luck was one that, that good enough to overcome even a bunch of nonsense. Um, I think he's going to be fine. Even in Chicago, I think he'd be fine. But I thought yesterday Steve Smith had a really good point. I thought it was a really smart thing to say about, you know, people saying he's emotional, he can be moody. By the way, he can be a moody player at times, not Steve, although he could be too, but Caleb Williams. But here's what Steve said about Caleb this year. For him to get emotional or he's erratic, my answer to that is, so you're telling me he's a college student. And so to evaluate a young kid like that and anyone else by watching them, he didn't jump off the top rope and, and drop kick somebody. He was emotional. He he doesn't like losing. Well, so you want a kid that is is okay with losing? Who who looks forward to losing? I mean, you gotta pick you gotta pick and choose what are you looking for? Are you looking for passion or, or, or are you looking for what makes you feel good? Uh really smart. Because of our phones, we get headlines and news urgently. And so there was always something called recency bias. It's more powerful and more common than ever. But I think resumes matter. When you were all selling your stock on Russell Wilson, I said, it makes no sense. He can't be washed. He can be eroding, regressing. He can't be washed. How many times did all of you sell Jim Harbaugh stock? <sighs> Caleb Williams is really good. And is going to be a really good NFL player, regardless of where he lands. And Lincoln Riley's really smart. You don't go 55 and 10 in college football in a Power Five conference without kind of knowing what you're doing. And people forget how good USC was his first year here. I mean, folks, when Lincoln Riley showed up to campus, he wouldn't tell people publicly, but privately, he thought he had 32 players, maybe 35. The roster was awful. Two NFL guys. <laughs> Two on the whole roster. Jordan Addison, he went and got through the transfer portal and a defensive lineman now with the Chargers. USC will be fine. The Big Ten's a two-team conference. Michigan, Ohio State. And Michigan's not going to be this good next year. As for Caleb Williams, he's passionate. He's moody. He's young. I've said this before. I don't know what I would have been like being a Heisman winner and getting $4 million to play a sport in college, but it would have been far less responsible and more moody and more immature 
than some of the kids that get criticized. I think Steve Smith had it right. What do you want? I want passion. I can take Moody. At 38, 33, 29, want less of it. At 23, I get it. Urban Meyer around the corner. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 